0: There's a lie that has been told to us, especially women, you know, that somehow we have to put our head down, be understated, be humble in order to gain respect. And I disagree wholeheartedly.
1: Hey, listeners. In today's episode, we're sharing a discussion with one of our most popular and powerful Girl Boss Rally speakers, Bozma St. John. Just a few months ago, Bozma was named Global Chief Marketing Officer at Netflix. No surprise there. Boz is a force of nature and one of the most sought-after marketers and speakers on the planet. Her career path is one that most people can only dream of. She's been in marketing leadership roles at PepsiCo, Apple Music, and iTunes, and was recently the Chief Brand Officer at Uber. And right before her new role at Netflix, she was the Chief Marketing Officer for Endeavor, a global leader in entertainment, sports, and fashion. She's been on list after list, including Forbes' most influential CMOs list and Black Enterprises' most powerful women in business. And if that weren't enough already, she's worked with Beyonce, Katie Couric, and a long list of inspiring people just like her. She recently launched a program of her own called the Badass Workshop with the intention to help others architect their greatest self. This episode was recorded live in front of an audience at a past Girl Boss rally before Bose was at Netflix, but her message is more relevant than ever, which is why we're excited to share it today. Bose tells us why we need to celebrate ourselves and our sisters, hiring for diversity, hiring our friends, balancing our personal and professional lives, and how to tackle tough work situations with men. Enjoy the conversation.
2: So. I am so excited to be here. Hi, everybody. Right. So this is a real treat. We have Bozma St. John from Uber. She's a chief brand officer there. She's joining us here, but she is, you know, without a doubt, one of the best at what she does. She is one of the most sought after marketers on the planet, but she's also someone who's built an amazing personal brand for herself and who's really made a career about making change. And I'm really excited to dive into all of that today. Yes,
0: me too. Let's dive in. Let's dive right? in. Are we ready? Are we ready? Oh, you don't sound ready. Are we ready? Hey, because <laughs> I'm ready.
2: <laughs> so let's. I mean, let's start with Uber. Yeah. Um, that's your job. It's what you do. You've been there for almost, almost a, a year, year. now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious about, you talk a lot about this idea that you're not going to be the savior of the whole company. You went yeah. there to make the brand stronger, make the brand better, and to mm-hmm. tell different stories. But you're ultimately there, you say, for culture mm-hmm. and to make the place amazing for your team. What does that look like?
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's a combination of things. I mean, let's, you know, let's not get it twisted. Like, i got a job <laughs> to do, you know? And um, my job is to figure out the storytelling for the company, right, and the brand of Uber. So the combination of, you know, what are the innovation stories about tech uh, and what we're developing? What are the personal stories of drivers and riders? You know, what are the stories about how we all interact in pop culture and how we bring that to life? And so for me, it's a a multi-layered job and then on top of that, yes, for the culture, you know? For the culture. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, let's let's all talk about it, you know? It's like our representation for people of color and women um, are at dismal numbers, especially in the executive ranks. And you can only increase those if the pipeline is strong. And so this, you know, idea that we don't have enough or we can't find people and therefore the pipeline is not strong so we can't get executive leadership is a load of crap. I would use stronger language when I'm trying to be nice on this Saturday <laughs> morning. You know what I mean? So I really think that there is an opportunity uh, for us to change that and to be representatives of what that change looks like.
2: But so what does that look like? Because it makes, like, it makes my blood boil a little bit and I hear it all the time. I don't know how to hire for diversity. I don't, like, where's the pipeline? There's no talent out there. That's crazy. It's b- bullshit. But
0: crazy. Crazy. What, like, what do you
2: say to those people? Do you even, even engage with them?
0: Yes, I engage with them. I engage with them <laughs> in a very hot way, okay? You don't want me to engage with you when I'm pissed. Like, right. seriously, you don't want it. Yeah. Uh, but it is crazy because to me, you know, when we think about what the pipeline looks like, first of all, um, you know, the population numbers are telling us that there are more women than men. So, you can't tell me you can't find women, right? How many women are in here? Chauvins. <laughs> <Show of> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, whenever some, you know, like racist situation happens, people are like, "Well, I'm not racist cuz I got a black friend." I'm like, "Well, then find your black friends and put them in a job." Right. <laughs> <Like>, you know? <laughs> So, I mean, to me, I'm just like, so we're talking about Pipeline, we're talking about we can't find people. I'm like, why? Look at all these beautiful women, and then we got all these black friends. Let's just put them together and put them in the work. Yes. Oh my gosh,
2: that's, that's what I'm going to say the next time I hear that. Yes. Um, Hashtag find a black friend. Find a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: mean, didn't know we were going to go there this morning, huh? Uh-huh. You didn't know that. Okay.
2: We're starting out strong. Um, how do you think about, I mean, when you walked into Uber nearly a year ago, Mm -hmm. I think they're having a tough time there. There is like a very, like you were the first person in your job Mm -hmm. and there is a very real need for someone to think about brand. But did you think about your own personal brand at that point? Did you think, Hey, Mm -hmm. like maybe this is going to like ding my reputation. I shouldn't do it.
0: Well, let me tell you something. Um, there have been very few moments in my career where I've made a change where people have been like, yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) You know, usually what happens to me, and I don't know, I'm starting to feel like this is a pattern, you know, where I look at a job, I'm like, I think I'm going to go do this job. People are like, the hell are you doing? Like, why would you do that? You know, and, but for me, it's all about following, you know, the feeling, the intuition, some called inner voice, God, you know, that voice that comes in that says, yeah, you should really go and do this thing over here, regardless of what the rest of the world is saying or your friends or your mom. (laughs) My mom has a very strong voice as well. (laughs) Uh, But even in in light of that, it has always been for me about following whatever my passion is. I liken it to like falling in love. You know, it's like if I'm feeling it, and you can't really explain what it is. You know, if I'm feeling it, I'm going that way, you know, regardless of what the temperature is. And so I have not necessarily said, okay, well, this is the strategy. You know, this is how I'm going to change my brand or move my brand in this direction. Because at the end of the day, my brand is my passion. You know, it comes through in the authenticity of what you feel from me. And I can't be authentic if I'm over here like, ooh, okay, now I've got to make this move for that and that move for that. You know, that's not authentic. That doesn't work. So to me, the real truth of brand is the authentic self. And it only comes true when you are following the path that is set for you.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, your authentic self is something that I think probably everyone in this room like, knows a little bit about. You're very unfiltered on Instagram. There's something really amazing <laughs> about it. Every time
0: um, I the hear grant. you
2: speak... <laughs> it's really like you're not like mincing words like you're being honest and you're sort of being very articulate about it um and it seems like that comes from a place of really being confident in the things that set you apart Mm -hmm. and I think you know for me like I grew up um I was born to immigrant parents I grew up in the south and I always thought about like the things that set me apart were things to maybe like not talk about that much, right? And that was growing up and that changes over time, but it seems like your experience has been very different and you've like cultivated that sense of like
0: really showcasing what's
2: special about you. Yeah. How does that happen?
0: Well, here's the thing too. I feel like there are, there's a lie that has been told to us, especially women, you know, that somehow we have to put our head down, you know, be understated, be humble, in order to gain respect. And I disagree wholeheartedly. I think we need to celebrate ourselves more. We need to show up. When we say we've done something, take the credit. You know, there's too many times when you're in the office and you know, you've worked on a project or whatnot and your colleague you know, is like, we, we, we. Uh-uh, no, not we, I. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I've, I've often coached, um, you know, women on my team or mentees to practice the I statement. Yeah. You know, it, it's a muscle. You know, you got to practice it because it feels uncomfortable at first. But, you know, it's like, yes, I did that. Again, another hashtag. I did that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because honestly, it's, you know, for us... We have to build that muscle of celebrating our accomplishments, yeah. of celebrating our sisters, you know, of celebrating those who have done well, because if we don't do that, no one else will, truly. Yeah. You know, and so for me it's like, yeah, I'm on the gram celebrating me every day. I'm like, look at all this. Like, why don't you celebrate it? I would. <laughs> so I do.
2: How like, have you ever been? I can't imagine you haven't, but like, what do you do when someone is like, oh, like, you're celebrating you? Like, I actually don't think that's great. I think you're being too
0: aggressive. You're
2: being too they're like, raggy. Yeah. But what do you say to them? Like,
0: you're a hater. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, honestly, if somebody says to me, and you see, you see, I'm clapping now, right? If you say to me <laughs> that I'm celebrating myself too much, what I want to know is, well, what, what is there to celebrate about you? Let's celebrate you too. You know what I mean? Oh. Because for me, I'm like, there is something to celebrate about each one of us. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just about like me and what I'm doing, like, what are you doing? Let's celebrate that as well. Because if, if you're noticing that I'm celebrating myself too much and that gets on your nerves, that means you're not celebrating yourself enough. You know what I mean? Because there's not enough noise going on. So let's all celebrate ourselves.
2: Oh. Yeah. Um. Speaking of celebrating yourself, I think I want to talk about, like, you've had this incredible career and you've built a beautiful brand both for a lot of great companies, certainly Uber, but also Apple Music, also Beats. You are an exceptional marketer and I want to make sure everyone here walks away with some, like, clear takeaways in terms of how do they market themselves, right? So say you're a woman in this audience and you're like, wow, like, Bose is incredible. I want to do what she's doing, but, like, maybe they only have, like, A couple thousand Instagram followers and maybe they're like I am too busy like putting my head down and doing Mm. the work Mm. to like get noticed like Mm. what do you do then like what's your advice to those guys
0: well I mean there has to be a balance a combination of things you know yes for sure let's do the work well you know it to me it's you know again this idea that you know success comes because of glitz and you know shiny things I'm like that's not the case you know it's like think about anything it's you know it's like you know in order to shine you got you know like actually yeah the quote is if you want to shine like a diamond you got to be willing to get cut yeah you know what I mean and so for me it's like the work has to be done you know there is no escaping that and so for me, like when I, when I think about what I'm doing constantly, you know, people ask, like, okay, well, you've built this brand, you know, how do you keep it up? I'm like, well, it's not about keeping up the brand. I am actually the best at what I do. Yeah. You know, like, I challenge you to find a better marketer than me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just can't. You know what I mean? So that's the number one. And maybe there's somebody out here too, you're like, no, I'm the best. Great, fantastic, good. <laughs> You know what I mean? Let's all be the best. Like Catlin said, we the best, you know? (laughs) But I do think that there is something really important about understanding the foundation of that. You know, that we must excel in the work that we're doing and whatever work that is. Uh, and then next, again, how do you elevate so that you are celebrating that work, celebrating the accomplishments? Because it's not enough to just put our heads down. We have to break that habit. Because what happens is we are passive for, for promotions because of that. We don't ask for the right amount of money because of that. Uh, all kinds of consequences happen because we are not being assertive in our celebration of ourselves. So let's not get it twisted. This is not just some, you know, superficial celebration. This is indeed about getting to the top and making sure that we are noticed.
1: Hey there. Has listening to Bose inspired you to reach for the stars yet? If you're looking for your next big opportunity, look no further. Girlboss built a job board just for you called Girlboss Jobs. It's the largest job marketplace in the world and it was made for ambitious women like you looking for their next big career move. Oh, and if you're a company and want to get more eyes on your job postings, let us know. Just buy a premium posting and get featured in our limited jobs section in the official Girlboss Daily newsletter, the go-to spot for women in business. So what are you waiting for? Check us out at jobs.girlboss.com or click the link in our show notes. Now back to Bose.
0: Having
2: made it to the top,
0: you... Oh, I'm still going.
2: You're still going. There's further... I mean, you're carving out new pads now. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: listen, there's still a summit to climb. Amen? Okay. <laughs>
2: haven't made it to the C-suite. <laughs> you, I'm perpetually dazzled by the way you sort of handle questions about tokenism, about, you know, there, there's always, like, loaded questions about, like, as a black woman, you've made mm-hmm. it this far. Like, there's some kind of assumption there that, like, oh, did you make it because you're a black woman? Or, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, what, it like, is this, like, an affirmative action thing? And, like, that opens up a whole other, yeah. like, can of, like, prejudice, I think. But you handle those questions, like, Beautifully, and like they just like roll right off. Um, but like, what is the world? Like, what can the world look like? What does the world look yeah. like in which like we don't get those questions anymore? Right. Like, what does the lo- world look like for your little girl who's like here in the front row? I know,
0: Layel. <laughs> shout out, Layel. <laughs> like, what can we all do to make a better place? Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is that you know what? The change comes because of us. Right? The change comes because we're the ones who are going to force that change. Again, I feel that you know, in this world in which we keep talking about the pipeline, or not enough, or you know, how can we break the glass ceiling, well, we're all rising you know, to keep crashing that ceiling. Yeah. So that's going to happen because of us, because of our power. Like, we're gonna do that. But next, you know, the question about tokenism right now is one that really pisses me off. Yeah. You know, like, you talk about, like, <laughs> you know, don't get in my way when people assert that. You know, we're saying that, oh, well, you know what, you got this job because you're a black woman and, you know, the brand needed to change their image and this and that, and I'm like, that's insulting. Right. It's insulting to my resume it is insulting to what I've accomplished, because I got receipts, OK? <laughs> so it's like, you know, like, my point is that, like, no, I'm in this job because, again, let me say, for those in the back, because I'm the best of what I do. Not because I'm a black woman, but because I'm the best at what I do. And being a black woman is just the sauce. All right. <laughs> <There you are.
2: laughs> It's too bad we don't have handheld mics to actually drop on the ground. (laughs) Um, That I want to go back to confidence because like that like very few women can get up and like really own that and even like you are the best at what you do but there are so many women who are exceptional at what they do and they still can't say it right. I think it's challenging so like what like. What do you suggest for someone who like maybe like it doesn't inherently feel it like in yeah. the same way? Like what's a baby step forward?
0: Well, I mean it is practice, really. Yeah. You know, these are built muscles. And so I'm not necessarily even advocating that everyone needs to yell it from the rooftops. Like, don't do that if you don't feel good doing it. That's okay. You know, we can all find our ways of our own celebration or having sort of the, the confidence to celebrate. Um, I also employ my girlfriends. <laughs> So employ yours, you know, to do that. Because honestly, it's like, what better way, right? It's like you walk into a situation, or you know what it is, it's like you're going in for a big presentation or a big meeting or a pep talk about anything, who do you call? Not Ghostbusters, you know what I mean? (laughs) You call your girlfriends, you know what I mean? Or somebody who's gonna tell you how dope you are, how amazing you are. Those reminders are so important. And the inner voice, that inner dialogue that we have with ourselves is equally as important. And that is a built muscle. You know, because how many times do we, okay, so I don't know, everybody gets out of the shower sometimes, right? And you look at yourself in your mirror like, gone it, if I could just, you know? Um, but honestly, it's like that, those type of negative self, that type of negative self-talk is what actually diminishes our shine. Then we walk out of the house feeling less than, right? And so for me, it's a constant journey of building the muscle of reminding myself how dope I am every day. Yeah. I mean, honestly. And so to me, it's not like, you know, you don't need to necessarily walk, you know, wake up every morning feeling flawless, but like, can you talk yourself into flawlessness? Yes, you can. <laughs> every morning. <laughs> yeah.
2: <sighs> um, I think something that you keep bringing up, it's, you know, lean on your girlfriends. like amplify the voices of other women, of other, othered groups, um, there is, like, this running thread of an idea, like, that we don't necessarily have to all compete with each other. Oh, right. Um, but there is, like, this competing idea that, like, how do, like, I can see that world where we don't have to all compete with each other, Mm -hmm. but there is, like, this prevailing, like, sense that, like, there's only room for one Black woman, there's only room for one Indian woman, there's only room for one whatever. Hmm. Um, And like, there is like a prevailing sense in culture that people are pitting women against each other. Right.
0: How do you handle that? Okay, now we're about to start preaching some more. No, honestly, (laughs) the thing is again, that's another subject that just makes me so mad because that is the habit of a ruling set of people. White men, hello okay, Um, who have said that. And it is not true, it is a lie. There is more room for us we do not need to compete with each other. We need to crack open this entire space so that we can rush in there. So for me, it's like when I see another woman who is trying to do it, who is trying to make it, who is trying to get up into that next level of whatever she's doing, I'm going to support her because guess what? If there are more of us in there, then we have an army. And now I got people at my back. Oh, Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's the way that we're going to build this is that, all, again, all of us, all of us are going to do it. We're not going to compete with each other. We're actually going to push each other. The more the merrier in this case. I love that.
2: Um, what is something, like, how can we do that today? Like, what is something that every woman in this room could do to push another woman forward? Yeah. Like,
0: today? Yes. Well, actually, you know, I do, I do really believe in the circle of sisters. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I have my text group, yeah. you know, that those sisters in that text group, listen, okay? They told me today how dope I am, all right? <laughs> I sent them a little selfie, I was like, how I look? They were like, girl, you define this. You know what <laughs> I mean? <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> That's right, you know? So I do believe that we have the power, even right now, it's like, you know, we do have ourselves in order to help us accomplish anything, actually. Whether it is, like I was saying, you know, you need to feel like you look fine as AF, I won't say it because Lael's right here, you know what I mean? (laughs) Then that's fine. Or again, you need the pep talk before that big meeting, the big presentation, or to just get up and go, you know? Or to have that conversation with that person you can't stand. You know, or any of those things. Like, for me, it is about the circle of sisters that are going to help push us forward. And, like again, I can't say it enough. I love celebration. I celebrate my sisters all the time. You know, I'm it's so – like, the other day, um, Janelle Moday did a cover story for Rolling, yeah. for Rolling Stone um, in which she talked about her freedom. Listen. I can't, I haven't even done my post yet because I'm just so filled with joy. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm, re- I'm, so, I'm so filled with joy and I can't wait. Like, I'm going to big her up so much. So for me, it's like, how do we do that for each other? You know, so that, again, you pick somebody and say, okay, you know what? It's you today. We're going to big you up today because by doing that, really, all boats rise. It's amazing. I have my
2: text thread is like in that corner over there, and right. I feel oh, like they're looking dope as hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you know. Um, that's incredible. I want to make sure that we take time to open it up to the audience for questions because oh, I right. know you guys have a lot of them. Um, do we have a runner? Because we have a question right there.
0: Oh, we've got loud voices. <laughs> Girl, look at your sweater. Is that a sweater you have on? It's a dress. Girl, you are fine as hell. Okay? Yes. Okay. But you see this sweater she has on? This dress she has on? Amazing.
1: What is your advice for dealing with white male bosses bullshit? Mm. Oh,
0: okay. See, she looks so cute. I didn't know she was going to say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? It's interesting that um, I have I have had my fair share of bullshit in my career. And again, quite honestly, it takes a combination of things, you know, because there's no silver bullet to fix the issue. It's one, yes, making sure that I have the strategies and the confidence to address it head on. I rarely do things in the moment Because I find myself, anyway, I don't know for everybody else, I find myself sometimes unable to correctly address the situation when my heat is up at a thousand. You know what I mean? Um, Sometimes it also helps for me, again, I'm just going to keep going back to my circle of sisters because it's so important to me that I get advice and thoughts from that group because sometimes they can see things more objectively than I can. right? And sometimes there is some truth in whatever I thought was bullshit that I actually needed to hear. And so if they tell me, I might listen. I won't listen from him, though. I'm (laughs) going to listen from them. Um, And then the last piece is actually addressing whatever that issue is. I mean, I'm talking head on. You know, I, uh, as you can tell, I'm not passive aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty direct. Uh, But I've become more strategic in my direct feedback because I always want it to be constructive because I could curse you out if I want to. But I want it to be constructive so that you learn about your own bullshit so you won't do that to somebody else. That's what I do. That's, we have
2: one in the right over back there.
0: There? Hello? Okay. Yes. I'm going um, to compliment hi. everybody today. Your eyebrows are popping. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, how, you, how do you make a difference between being celebrating yourself mm-hmm. and people perceiving you as, you know, you, you think you're the best or you uh, too much ego or narcissistic, thanks for, mm-hmm. for the word. H- how do you balance it so
0: you're like, no, I'm saying I'm the best because I'm the best? Yeah. And, you know. It is a thin thing. line. But here's the thing is that I don't, I don't believe I'm narcissistic. And so, therefore, if you think I'm narcissistic, that's on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, thank you. Yeah. No, but there is, there is real truth in that because I think we, we do feel that, right? Oftentimes, we will stop ourselves from doing something because we think somebody else's perception is going to stop us. It's like, I'm not responsible for other people's perception of me. I'm only responsible for how I feel every day. You know, if you spend your whole time trying to fix how everybody else sees you, you're going to tear yourself apart. You'll be left with absolutely nothing. Because you will cut away all the edges. You'll cut away everything that's good and unique about you. Because you're so worried about what this person thinks or that person thinks. If I post this, what's that person going to say? If I say this, what's that person going to say about me? If I wear this skirt, what are they going to think? If I wear that color, what are they going to say? Like, what in the hell are we doing? I cannot be responsible for everybody else. I'm only responsible for me, and I'm bad. I have a question. Hi. You're fabulous. First yes, of all. girl. Okay, earring. Um, I, I see you, hoops. <laughs> I have a question about friends. Yes. Um, I wanted to get your advice on hiring friends for the job. Ooh, girl. Yes. Okay. Ooh, okay. So this is a really, okay. Let me think about this one because I do believe in hiring friends. I do. Um, And actually, let me take this back to something even bigger, which is, again, when we talk about diversity and inclusion and hiring practices, I always say, like, if you're a hiring manager, I want you to hire women and women of color. Like, hire. And I realize that some people might say that's biased. But I'm like, um, have we seen the numbers lately? (laughs) I think there's some biases elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to say that's bias when you got 98% men running up in here? There's no bias there. You know, that's crazy. Um, But about friends, I think that's another area in which we have to be careful. We have to be self-aware. You know, that if you are hiring friends to work for you, we have to be self-aware in what that means for the friendship. You know, how are you creating boundaries within that so that work stays work and personal stays personal? If you're unable to do that, then you can't hire them, quite frankly. Regardless of how talented and amazing they are or what the opportunity is, you're like, okay, you know what? I heard about the job opening down the street, girl. You know, go get that job (laughs) (laughs) and help them get that job. But honestly, it is about the boundary setting. And then if it's a job for another department within your organization or company, I highly recommend that. Because again, you know, we only get better if we've got more numbers. You know, the, the army only grows when we have recruits. So for me, I'm like, recruit your friends to work in the company in which you're in. And let's get popping. <laughs>
2: right. One more.
0: Oh, okay. Hello, hair color. Girl. Okay, amen. First of all, you are an absolute inspiration to me, and I'm sure to many others. As a mom, um, and a mom I know you are yourself, you're extremely busy all over the place. I follow you on the gram. How do you find a balance? Yes. Okay, so here's another lie that we've been told, that we must have some balance. I don't know who made this up. You know what I'm saying? And where in the hell is the balance? I'm looking for it. I can't find it. You know what I mean? If somebody knows where the balance is, can you point me in that direction? <laughs> um, but on a serious note, balance for me is how I am trying to manage how I feel. Again, being very in tune to what is happening to me psychologically and ph- physiologically, right? That sometimes there is you know, the bake sale at school, for instance, right? And I got to catch a flight. You know what we're going to do? I'm going to go to Ralph's and buy those cookies. I'm a, you know what I mean? I'm gonna put it on a plate and make it look like I baked it, <laughs> but I ain't baked those joints, okay? <laughs> um, and next, you know, there are certain tricks that now I apply. You know, it's like for me, I know that Le-El, um needs to understand where I am and where I'm going for her to feel comfortable, right? I can't disappear. And so we spend time at the beginning of the month going over my travel schedule, my calendar. She knows where I am. She could tell you right now where I'm going to be tomorrow, you know? And that gives her a sense of of confidence about knowing where I am. Uh, We use technology, so we FaceTime all the time. And now we have this new app, Marco Polo. (laughs) Okay, oh, okay, you the Marco Polo. Okay, listen, I ain't know nothing about the Marco Polo. We had to set up some ground rules because the Marco Polo is a video app, basically, so she can (laughs) leave me video messages and I leave them for her as well so that regardless of the time zone I'm in, I can call, she can see my face and hear my voice, right? And it also allows me to know what's happening at school. I'm checking in on the friends, the friends and other things, Uh, the grades, Uh you know what I'm saying? Uh, But it is about trying to figure out what works for me. You know, and by the way, what works for somebody else doesn't necessarily work for me. And I tried to absolve myself of the mommy guilt, you know, the guilty feeling of missing out or missing things. Because, you know, and I'll tell you a really quick story. Uh, It was Lael's first day of school, first day of third grade just this past year. And um, on the first day, they had invited the parents to come in for that whole first day and sit, you know, with their kids at the desk Uh, And I had to go, I had to catch a flight, and I could only drop her off. So I'm, you know, arranging her desk and like, you know, very close to tears, and I'm like, I cannot believe I'm gonna miss this day, you know? But I I really had to go to a meeting. And I overheard her in the corner with her little girlfriends, and she was like, my mommy's not gonna be here today, but she's got this amazing meeting she's going to, and I'm so (laughs) proud of her, and I can't wait for her to tell me. I'm about to cry right now, okay? (laughs) Um, because it just, it reinforced for me the example that I'm setting for her. You know, that me sitting next to her in class would be really nice. But me going out in these 120-centimeter stilettos right here and busting down those doors is as equally important as setting an example for her as sitting in that classroom. And so you know what? I walked out of there like that, okay? Yes. (laughs)
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the note that we close on. Thank you so oh, much, thank Bo you. Go
1: get her, girl. Go get her. We hope you enjoyed Bozma's refreshing straight talk. We sure did. Share your love for Girlboss Radio in this episode on Instagram, Insta Stories, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. And as always, be sure to leave a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to sign up for our new daily email, the Girl Boss Daily. In the meantime, keep crushing it.